two, one. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. What has happened over a week? For me? Yes, for you. Oh, um, well, since we did the last uh, video, I've gotten my memory back on a few of the URLs that I was going to uh, remind people of. Okay. Um, I've gotten some pretty good feedback. Um, I've gotten a lot of emails. Um, a lot of people reached out to me that hadn't reached out to me uh, before. And a lot of people uh, were happy to hear that I was back. But only uh, the people that obviously uh, wanted to reach out to me would. So obviously, I haven't heard from the whole domain industry. So I'm sure they have feelings and uh, one way or the other. And that's just the way it goes. So good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and mostly domain industry or web entrepreneurs. Uh, welcome to the to another live stream of Host Maria. And today we have Adam Dicker and we have a guest, Pavel Sizov. Yes, hello. Okay, let us let us do it like that. And today Adam will be reviewing a portfolio of Pavel. Pavel, if you could introduce yourself, please. Yes, hi. Um well, uh, I'm accountant by profession, uh, doing also consulting, management accounting, the financial planning, um, so this type of work. But uh, why why I started to do small portfolios? It's, it's like a hobby for me, actually. Uh, I was involved in several projects where, where we were doing branding for the clients, and uh, I kind of like this job to create a new brand to to do the brainstorming to do the, the this kind of things and um uh, slowly I've, i have this uh, it's it's not a big portfolio as you can see it's not uh, i'm sure it, it's maybe not great but it's maybe the main that i like and i'm sure that they will be sold or <sighs> yes, yes so 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 pavel is my accountant actually my second mm. accountant i moved from from one guy to another one and i've been talking about domains all the time to pavel and I yeah maybe maybe it's, it's helmut's influence i had i had several domains before him be, be, before meeting helmut but yeah under maybe his influence i i created this small portfolio <laughs> the, so pavel, the, the, most, most most of the domains are on the brand uh, brand bucket uh some domains are selling on dan.com some of the domains on the uh, GoDaddy platform so it's... okay adam yeah so yeah. A, a couple questions for you pavel before we get started Sorry. how many domains, how many domains do, you do you have well one second uh pavel yep can you put up headphones please i think we have echo issue uh, just second. Thing. thank you yeah just a second i need to find the Okay. Okay. So while we look for his portfolio, yes. um, my questions were going to be very simple. How many have you had in your portfolio and how many have you sold so far? And uh, how long have you had them? And that will give us a general idea of uh, where his portfolio is going and what we can do to help him sell them if they're saleable. So get ready. Pavel is coming. So he's not a professional domainer. A guy who likes dot coms and brandable dot coms. Perfect. Oh my god. Okay, getting ready, yes. <laughs> it's working. Sometimes there are technical difficulties when you do live interviews. That's fine, that's the beauty of, of them. I noticed <laughs> you both have a lot of books behind you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a bookshelf. So you can hear us, Pavel? Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So my question for you, I have a few questions for you and then we can get started. How many domains do you have at the moment that you consider brandables? Uh, from the list I provided to you, I think about maybe 50 to 70 domains are brandables, maybe to up to 100. Okay. The other domains, they were bought for different reasons and for, for different... I didn't include some domains that are... Uh, bought for for my projects and for the clients, so I have several more domains. Several. So you'll be happy to know that I haven't seen the domains yet. So we're going to be doing wow. really live live. Um, have you sold any of these brandables uh, at this point, and how long have you had them? 
Um, some of the domains I purchased quite a long time ago. So some of the domains maybe two years ago, one year ago, so kind of. Uh, to be honest, now I don't have any time to, to deal with the domains and I'm not doing anything. I'm not selling and I'm not buying and they just they, <laughs> they just they just on the marketplace. Uh, so but when I have time, I'm uh, but not, not at the moment. Okay, have you sold any? Yes, I've sold uh, uh, three domains. Okay. okay. And so the two, prices? Two, two on the marketplace. The, um, oh, we don't one, need to go. We don't yeah, really need to go on the, the prices. Well, the, the, no, the prices is uh, all my portfolios. Uh, the range of price from one to three to three thousand dollars on average. Okay. So why demand one domain I sold for two thousand pounds? Several domains for one and a half thousand dollars. So it's. Uh, Okay, wow. very good, and that's very reasonable pricing. So yeah. um, that would be an area that you could obviously sell domains like that or other domains. Your prices aren't outrageous; they're realistic. Uh, maybe yeah, they're, 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 they're quite realistic, and uh, also my what, what <laughs> Helmut asked me: Do you want to, want to speak on live? And I told, okay, I can speak. And my my point of view, and uh, my, I'm not I'm not. A, I'm a domain investor like yours, you guys, and uh, I have a small portfolio and not two letters domain, not three letters. No, but that's fine. My, my, I mean, my interest is the brandable domains that, uh, and also my approach to the domains is it should be brandable. It should be protected with a trademark, not only the, I, I don't like the generic words and I, I, I don't think it's a value in them, uh, to, to be honest, but it's my opinion. You, you can tell yours. So you said about trademarks. Does that mean you've yeah. already got trademarks on them or you're hoping that they'll apply for trademarks when they buy them? Uh, I think people who buy in brandable demands, they will apply to the trademarks. And on the marketplace, I uh, I, I put the, the comments, uh, I, especially on the den, I think you can put the comments. I, I'm told for some domains, I can help, help them to do the preliminary um, uh, search the trademark search and and even can help with the trademark registrations. Okay, so yeah. you can cross sell your services as well immediately. Um, yes, yes. And it obviously depends what country the buyer is living on based on the trademark in that specific country as well. Yes, but I mean that the principles of trademark registration are the the same in many countries, and uh, the trademark is quite difficult area. It's different from the uh, from the domains themselves and it's yes it's 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 by territory so you say separately for example the europe is separately uk will be separately asia china yeah. separately so if you're doing the multinational brand you need to invest a huge amount of money for the trademarks and um, okay so a couple of questions for you that follow up on the brandables the three that you sold were they sold on different marketplaces or the same marketplaces? Uh, they sold on the same marketplace. Uh, two of them sold on the same marketplace. It's a brand bucket. Mm -hmm. So you, you know this marketplace. It's uh, So you, you put the domains to their review. They can uh, they check if it's uh, suitable for their marketplace. They put the, the simple logo. Mm -hmm. I, I don't like their logos, but well, it's, it's a simple. It's $10, $30 logo. And they present it, and it's, it's available like uh, it's selling with a logo. It's it's nothing connected with the trademark. It's just a domain with logo. So yeah, but they, but they increase in the value, of course, because people when they look at the logo type, they think a bit differently mentally that this is already kind of brand. Okay, have you done any outbound uh, sales or tried to sell any through outbound markets? Uh, yes, yeah, so one domain I, I sold to my client, and I mean mainly my interest is. Uh, I even sometimes I'm doing when client approaching me if, if I can because I had this experience and I like this area and I have connection with some creative people. Uh, we're doing kind of uh, naming, naming and stra strategy naming and branding. So we also uh, so we will speak with a client and they say, okay, we need this brand and. Uh, 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 we, we have this idea and then we create create the name looking um, at the first instance of course we're looking at the existing marketplace but then it's like a like a path if, if you had experience in naming it's a 
you, you build a strategy how to develop a name and it's a sometimes it's a long process but uh yeah yeah but it's required if you're gonna build and sell a good brandable to think outside and give them a whole path rather than just try to sell a name by itself and think that that's going to do it yes and i i mean my again my approach to the domains it's just a part of the game it's uh it's uh, it's not just a domain it's it should be a brand it should you should you should check first in first instance you you should check the trademarks and if they're not violating other people's rights and some domains even they they couldn't be registered as a trademark because it's a common words mm -hmm. and it's not possible to register so they're from, from my point of view the value of these domains the, it's a huge huge market and a lot of domains just overpriced for nothing and if i mean <laughs> well, that's part of it. Some people just don't know how to price their names so that they'll actually sell. While other people price them so that they can hold on to them forever. Yeah. Um, but when you said one to two years, that's not a long time to hold domains. I've had some domains for uh, 15 to 20 years. So uh, one to two years is not bad at all. Okay. Okay. Can we, uh, one of you guys pull up and share the list and we will, uh, Absol let's absolutely. go through the list. Absolutely. And Pavel, have you ever used uh, Google to try to find buyers for your brandables? Um, no, to be honest, no. I don't have I don't have time to to deal with the domains. To be honest, I explain you. <laughs> it's it's just like a hobby, and uh... okay, no problem. So, so, but some of the domains I purchased uh, like secondhand. Some of the domains I invented uh, myself when I had time and interest, and. Uh... So, some of, I like some of the domains. I don't like the others. And I mean, it's a, it's it's different from that. It's I think it's a different approach as a business. It's it's not a business like yours. It's it's kind of more personal. And <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's interesting. That's for sure. So, one of the things that you can do is you can use uh, Google to help mm -hmm. you find buyers for your domains in a few different ways. Mm -hmm. So one of the things I'm going to do is I'm probably going to share my screen um, and run through. I just picked one off the list so we could go through how you actually do that. And then we'll come back to the list and analyze the list, if that's okay with you. Okay, yeah, it's fine. Okay, so it's asking me to share my screen. Yes, just the one screen. Uh, we can do application window, uh, Google, and off we go. Okay, so hopefully you can see my screen at the moment. Yes. So what I did was there's a few different search operators that you Adam, can use. Adam, can I yeah. uh, quickly, uh, can you make it less, uh, it is way too wide? Uh, yeah, I can make it yes. much less abs, wide. Abs, abs, absolutely. And <laughs> I can make it bigger wide. like I did so we yes, can absolutely. see. That's fantastic, so yes. One of the things I did, there's many search operators that you can use to help you find, and this works for selling acronyms in Google. Um, and you can do things like uh, search for a word or an acronym in the actual title. You can look for multiple words in the title. You can look for words in the actual URL, or you can look for multiple words in the URL. And it'll give you just those URLs. So it'll help you find buyers for your domain names. So I just took the first one, which was Admirati, and it tells you some of the meetings, but then it also tells you some sites that actually have it in their description. These look like, oh, there's yours. There you go. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So that came up. But then there's stuff like anagrams of anagram. I mean, there's all kinds of different ones. And as you can see, there's 2,700 that actually have it in it. So mm -hmm. now if you want to find out if they actually have it in the title, so that was if they have it in the URL, but you can also search if they have it in the title of the page. And I do this to find all kinds of different acronyms and things like this. So this will tell you all the pages that have it in the actual title. And you can go to page three, and it may be a word for other countries. Um, or other things where they actually have it in here, like here it is in a different language. So there's mm -hmm. lots of different ways to pull out. Here's Admirati, maybe it's a, an artist, who knows? And there's lots of different things that you can do to try to find it and target people that actually, besides the dictionaries, it's showing up. So I'll give you another example. We'll use another one of yours in a second. But if I just type an acronym like CMSI, it gives me every company that uses CMSI and I can target them, including CMSI Technologies, and whatever else there could be. I mean, there's tons of them, CMSI Alberta, Redbooks, there's a company that does that. So if I own CMSI.com, I could target the Association of Progressive Communities. I could target whatever I wanted to. And again, if I just want to look about in URLs, 
I can do that. So it really helps me to find buyers for some of these domain names and for some brandables. Like now you can see it's in the title and it's in the uh, URL. Mm -hmm. So if I mouse over it down here, it says in the bottom slash CMSI, subcontractor risk management, it says about corporate information technologies, CMSI, and you can do things like that. So that's one of the real benefits of being able to, whoa, there's lots of me there. Um, <laughs> Okay, let me get out of there. We go. We're back. So there's lots of different ways to take your brandables, put them in Google, and even if you don't have a lot of time, grab somebody who may have some more time, or get a, a virtual assistant for from Upwork for like three, four dollars an hour, two, three dollars an hour, and have them put together a list for you, and then you can send an email to those companies and say, "Hey, look, I have this domain name. You use the word in your URL. You use it in your company name. There's lots of things we can do to." try and it's probably very reasonable. Your names are very reasonable. So that also shouldn't be an issue. I've used this to sell much higher price names uh, for acronyms or for three letter, two letter, four letter domain names, even five letter domain names. So there's lots of use for us to be able to do it. And I did it with another one that you were advertising. I think it was Renewal and R-O-N-U-L. And there were quite a few companies that had that in their name. I don't know what it means. I, it's just a, something that sounds good and it makes sense. But it may mean something in other languages, and you need to check that out through Google Translate because sometimes you'll find it means cool words in other languages you didn't even know. You just bought it because it was a brandable, and then it gives you more companies to target. Um, you will continue to sell names through the way you're doing because an partial of the reason is your names are pronounceable, and you've got a very realistic price range. Yeah, okay. if you want to go back to the list, we can take a look at it. So what you're doing with brandables is correct, yes. but I always suggest using some sort of outbound to try to get it. There may be some companies like, I'm sure there's companies with Audiosi. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing them right. Bigroid looks, Bidroid could be something to do with uh, an Android thing. It could be a, an auction site to sell Android phones. I mean, it's a good name at, on its own. Um, box tie. Um, there's lots of names that make sense and they are good brandables like Brainerific, um, canvas.com. That's a good name. Uh, there's like, there's a bunch of them that are good here. Like there's, they're not typos. They're not misspells. Uh, they actually Sinoid. I mean, there's a lot of names here that are actually, these brandables are better than what I've seen for most people. Some people put F-Z-X-T-C-R-A-W, and they think it's a brandable. It's not. Your names all pass the audio test, which means you can understand what it is by just the pronunciation, and that really helps. So, I mean, I think you've got a pretty good portfolio here, but I think you, you should, like, number T as they swing by. And those four letters that I saw that was a UK domain name, GRBE that I just saw, those things you can find easily find people, lvbh.uk. I mean, I can do a search right now, lvbh.uk. Let's, uh, you want to, I'll yes, share my screen. Both, yeah, the, this one, particularly we bought for, for one of our projects. Oh. And, uh, okay, okay, so then we won't touch that one. But there's others that you have in there that can make sense and are good. So we won't touch that one because you bought it for a project, but- no, But it is available, Paddle, yes? It is for yes, sale. It's, it's, yes, I think so, it's so, so we can, oh, okay. we can look into So then it, I'll, yes. I'll share my screen and we'll take a look and see what's okay. available for that. Um, am I sharing? Yeah, yeah, I am. Yes, you are? Yeah. Okay, so what were the letters again? L-B-V-H? L-V-B-H. Okay, and let's see what we got. L-V-B-H. I'll split down my screen a bit. And okay. then you've got, awesome. there's, there's a big company in Aller, which is good. There's lvbh.org, Londonbury Village. That's probably in the UK. And then we can break it down and search only in the UK. So we can do some other stuff. There's one in Pennsylvania or, or if it means something else. But you can see companies, there's 3,890 companies that would probably like to have your com of that domain name. Hmm. And it's very that, easy. That, that, that was dot .com UK and UK. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. So we, what I can do is I can, I'll do this for you after we're done. I'll extract all of these domain names and then I'll filter them down by companies in the UK and just give you a list that'll also extract the emails so you can go ahead and email to them and won't have to, you can change it around again. Sorry, I'll stop sharing for now. Um, and that will allow you to have a list just to market that one domain for. And you'll mm -hmm. sell it for more than 1500 bucks or whatever it is. You'll probably get 
for that one alone, probably I'd say about forty-five to fifty-five hundred dollars. Mm, okay. So, and I'll do that for you when we're done. So at least it makes it worthwhile. So I'll, it'll ah, take well. me a day, <laughs> but I'll get you a list. I'll get you an email. I'll even try to help you sell the name if you want, so that we can actually. Yeah, uh, it, it would be good for the for the advertising of you. Nah, <laughs> you know what? It's just good to do because I love. For me, selling names is a challenge. I love to sell names. So <laughs> now that I found one on here that you are interested in selling, that you may have bought for some reason, but really don't have a reason to keep it now. Let's try to sell it and let's see what happens. It'll be good when we come back in a, a week or two. Yeah, but, we'll but, but, actually, when, when we spoke with Helmut, I told him that uh, uh, actually, to, to be honest, I don't have time to deal with the domains. And it's it's kind of, uh, I had time a couple of years ago, but now I'm, I'm kind of 100% busy. And I told him, okay, I will participate. I, I'm, I'm even ready to sell this, the whole portfolio mm -hmm. for the, say, 20 or 25% of the market price. Mm -hmm. uh, if if somebody interested, but uh, I mean, if he can sell one or two, it's all, it's also interesting. It's uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So one of the things that's good about <coughs> sorry good about you is that you're doing what most domainers should do. You may be doing it a little backwards, but you're you're perfect the way you're doing. It. You already have a good job. You already have a good income. You've got a career. So what I suggest to most domainers is usually buy the domains, but build one up to a good business, run a good business, and then have the others sit there, market them when you can, try to get them going. But even if they just sit there and when you sell one by accident, you look in your email and it says, oh, sold, it's extra money. But you've already got the good job. So you can, you're already <laughs> at that point where you can do that, where if we go out and we sell one next week or within three weeks for $4,500 on the one we just looked at, it's just extra money. And everybody can use extra money right now, especially. But you can always, at least every time a domain comes in, even if it's a sale that I made, I look at it and I go, oh, that's nice. And my wife says, can I have half? All the time. <laughs> All the time, 50%. And I'm like, hmm. Mm. So there's nobody that doesn't like to see a good domain come in. And the fact that you're already busy puts you already in the position that you want to be in where the extra sale is just, it's interesting, but it's good to have once in a while to have one of those come in for things that you may know, not know what you need. To the money for but it comes in so yeah i'll help you do that i'm, I'm looking Thank forward you. to it and uh, i'll get your email i'll keep helmets in the string and we will uh he'll be able to follow our progress on it and let's okay. have some fun and let's sell that domain name okay there may be others too i'll have to take a closer look at the awesome. portfolio when we're done should but... we should we move on and uh, just scroll through there yeah yeah but in summary, I'd say there's some domains that are good and some domains. QRBE is also one. PICTAS may be something they can sell. There's still quite a few in there. What was the one with Holic? Profitaholic. That can sell. Again, probably a, a really good brandable. Somebody might pay 1000 for it. Somebody might pay 4000 for it because it's a brandable. It's yeah, a okay. perfect brandable. And things like Ronal, um, again, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. There's a lot of stuff in here that, that can be sold, but a lot of times when you're dealing with brandables, you have to have a bit more patience uh, to deal with it. And usually it does require some outbound marketing. So happy to help as our first beta test uh, interview <laughs> to be able to help and get at least one sale uh, going for you. Um, so yeah, you I mean, say, there's, sorry, go ahead. So you would say this is a, this is a decent portfolio, is it? I would say for a brandable portfolio, this is a decent portfolio, yes. Um, for a brandable portfolio, it's got some good stuff in it. And it's it, depending, and listen, you have to look at it like you're an accountant. So look at it as how much did you pay for all of those domains combined, right? Um, I, I didn't pay a lot. The, the, most of the, so I, I think half of the domains I invested, some I, I bought at... Uh, uh, at some smaller price, but the, the the main problem for me and for for Helmut and for I think for the other investors is the renewal pricing, and because if you have the bigger portfolio, you have the more oh, costs you have. So believe you, me, you, I know that. <laughs> so <laughs> you need you need to anyway. It's 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 stimulating you to to do the sales. So at least yeah. at least at least some money is going back to the to paying for this portfolio. Yeah, to so. cover the renewal fees. But I mean, if we can sell one. Uh, that yeah. covers the renewal fees in a lot of them yeah. and yeah. Yeah. sometimes even more. But yeah, it's, it's accounting. And that's one of the things that, that hurts domainers is you have to treat it like a regular business because it is a regular business. Yeah. If you spend $1,000 on names and you're only making $200 every year and you keep renewing them for 
$500, you're not profitable. And all you're doing is holding them to make yourself feel better, but it's not doing you any good or your family. So you have to be profitable all the time, every year. And you have to make sure that you know, I, I'm not even sure most domainers know exactly what they buy, what they spend and how much their profit is each year. And that's one of the other big fall downfalls and why we see a lot of names expiring later on because they figured out when it's too late. Mm. So, uh, also, the one one of the things, and I think it's a possibility for for the guys. Like, uh, I don't know if Helmut. I don't. I don't think Helmut, Helmut have time. But to create a quite simple uh, portfolio management, may, maybe they already exist because when you have more than a hundred, it's kind of oh. and, and they and they sit in in different marketplaces. It's yes, Adam has disappeared. Uh, uh, yes, so he'll be probably back. Uh, Pavel, oh, okay, pa uh, yes, Adam is coming. Yes, Adam. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I have the best internet in the country, but <laughs> regardless. Uh, yeah, what you're saying was a management tool. There's a tool out there um, called uh, Domain Punch. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty good. It's made by Softnik, and it allows you to enter all the domains in there. Just add them in. It'll also tell you to, uh, it'll tell you when they all expire, what the DNS servers are, so you can check they're all pointing right. I use it all the time, um, okay. and I think it's it's free for 30 days to try, and then after that, it's probably about 50, 60 bucks. And then it allows you to manage your whole portfolio in one place. Uh, and it also gives you the chance to make new domains and add new domains. And it also tells you what register they're at. It tells you the IPs to make sure they're all pointing to the right server. It gives you a whole bunch of information and it allows you to combine all of your domains. If you want to move some over and see you have two at GoDaddy, but you've got 25 over somewhere else, you can bring the two over. So it's a really good tool. I have no part of the company, full disclosure, but I've been using their tools for about, uh, I'd say, 10 years. Okay. So that's a very good tool to manage your portfolio all in one place. So hopefully that helps. But like I said, your portfolio is good. Uh, your level of urgency to sell them is not really high because you've got a business, but you still like to sell one or two here and there. So hopefully that's what we can help you do. Okay, thank you. My pleasure. So are we finished then with a review? Yes. Um, we're finished or... with the review, but Pavel may have questions or yes. maybe Pavel. not. And to those who are watching, you can ask your questions and your questions will be brought up on the screen after the first part with Pavel. Okay. Pavel? Uh, no, to, to, to be honest, I don't have question. I, I mean, uh, for, for, the, for the small, uh, I'm, I'm not even saying that I'm the main investor. It's a, it, it's a little bit too much. <laughs> it's, it's like a hobbyist. But for me, it's important. Uh, I would, I mean, because I'm not dealing it every day and I'm not kind of a 100% sales guy. For me, it would be important to know the specialist like you, Adam. And uh, I mean, I'm 100% ready to share the profits on sales. And uh, and I think it's a market, to be honest, for the big... Because it's it's a lot of domains, they they just living on the shelves. I'm sure that the people like me, they, they're not advertising them, they're not kind of persuading people why you should buy this domain and saying, for example, from my point of view, why I can persuade everyone that, okay, this is a trademark, this is this one, this is brand, yeah. this is this one, and this is why you should buy these domains. And still, I think many people buying domains, okay, they're saving $1,000 or something, but they buying rubbish domains, to be honest, and for especially for the companies and startups. They, they, they're not thinking... They're not putting a lot of efforts in the naming. No, no. And that's obvious by seeing a lot of the names that drop and that some weird brandables become household names because they just, they weren't sure what to pick. So they picked something and then they, they got popular. But with a brandable name, you have to put a lot of money behind marketing to and get I, it. To I, by, by the way, I can tell you one example. That sure. I, I, I've seen this example about three years ago, but I'm sure in the market, it's a lot of this. Uh, it's one new company in my area in accounting practice. Uh, they, they they put a new brand. Its name uh, I don't remember exactly the name, but it was something like Crunch Table or something or Crunch Something. So mm -hmm. it's uh, two words of Crunch Something, okay. and they were doing the specialized software for the forecasting. And um, about two years ago, I, I've just seen that they've changed the name for the also quite weird name, and I've just. I, I understand why they changed because I went to the internet. I've seen, okay, this is a 
Crunch, it's a quite big accounting company that in the UK, they put the trademarks on this mm-hmm. and, they, and they just tell him, okay, this is our name. You, can, you, can, you can't work in this area of the uh, services for the accountants or for, for, or for in, in accountancy area. And they change immediately name and their name, I, I, I don't remember, but it's also, I, I, I understand that they were, they were in rush and they also found not very good name for, for my position because it's, it was a bit hard to, to spell it. Uh, but the, the, this 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 is real life case. So the, yeah, uh, and and they already they they had already quite a lot of uh, media exposure advertising this name, and they spent money. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it was it, it is a bit weird to receive the email. Okay, we're changing our name. Uh, they, they, they're not explaining. From from my point of view, I would explain. Okay, I will. Well, it's 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 okay to explain that we had we a, we, we made a mistake. We, we made a mistake. We didn't consult the specialist when we when we acquired this name. So is it brand? Uh, is it violating other people's rights or not? So this is so the, the the main name itself is not protecting you from the from the trademark violation. So no. So there's two things that happen. One is that a lot of companies fail to do the proper due diligence before they just register a domain name and have that name represent their company. They don't do the trademark due diligence to find out if they're infringing on somebody else's trademark until they get the letter. The other side of that is sometimes you have companies that will buy a cheap domain name and then they'll become a big company and then they go out and they buy a better, more recognizable domain name because now they can afford it and they've made the money to do it. Whereas a startup, they didn't have that. So it really does go both ways. But your example is quite popular for a lot of different companies out there where they didn't do the proper due diligence because to them, it's just a domain name. Anybody can go register a domain name, but they don't think about the uh, trademark infringements that they may have to deal with until they actually get the letter. They just don't even think about it. So they don't think they're doing anything wrong. And quite honestly, a lot of times they may not be doing anything wrong and they don't know about it, but other times, there's companies or people that will go out and buy it specifically because it ties to another brand and it may get them some traffic and they don't think that there's penalties for that. So there's a lot of different ways to register domain names and make sure even if you own an acronym of a company and they sell, for example, accounting software, you can do anything you want with that acronym because it's generic, but try not to target the specific industries that you know it's already covering. So if I have, for example, if I've got uh, anything, if I've got uh, if I had TDB for TD Bank and I'm not targeting the banking industry, I'm fine. But if I'm going to be stupid and try to target TD, anything to do with banking, I'm in big trouble, like credit card applications or anything like that. So people need to do their due diligence. But you're right. A lot of people don't do it and then they pay later because then they have to switch all their branding, all their business cards, all their everything they've paid to do, they have to change, including their logos. Pavel, um, for a long, long time, we are having arguments about generic domain names and <laughs> Pablo is laughing uh, we, we are we are really good friends and and you better be if he does your accounting <laughs> especially over one domain of mine I uh, or my company owns a teens.co.uk and uk so whoever wants to be leader in teens for for teenagers in the UK oh teens I'm, okay teens yes uh, Tango Echo Echo, yes, and Pavel doesn't like it. Pavel, could you explain why you don't like generics? Uh, well, first of all, it's a, it's a, I, I'm, 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 I'm looking at it from the point of view of trademark, and this is, it's, it's not possible to, it's, it's possible, but it, it will be not protected to register the same, the name that represent the category in the same ca- category. So if you decide to sell, for example, for the internet shop, you decide to do teens.co.uk as an internet shop and you, you're targeting the, the teens or, or something. So first of all, trademark. The second it's uh, when you're doing naming in the same category, it, they, they are very easily f- uh, forgettable. So they are, they just, for, for me, the value of them are close to zero, to be honest. And because okay, uh, I, I'm not talking about the teens exactly, but um, again, it's uh, it's it's like boys or girls. What, what it's not, not nothing from my point of view. It's nothing special to for the end of the customer to to remember. 
because uh, we we can see that the, uh, the the best brands also we can see because I, I I was when it's when it's going to the trademark I always looking for the big brands how they how they create in their names how they register the trademarks and uh, I mean if you can see the, the big brands there are no practically no their names that represent the same category and this is the because it's a, not trademarkable and it's not um, it's not remember you, you can't associate it and it even it's it's even if going deeper the, there is one problem with a even with a trademark because if your brand becoming associated with this particular products it's losing its uh, strengths uh, of the protection uh, the biggest problem for example for pumpers uh, because the people started to associate pumpers with uh, with this particular products and oh, they, nappies, they nappies. yeah yes. nappies so yeah. so they think that pumpers it's uh, for example it's an it's a nappies and and well, that, like copy machines are all like the, services I, I think say. it's I, I think it's belong to procter and gamble and they uh, they have a problem with this name because it's uh, it's already not protected very good <laughs> yeah, but you're talking about something that becomes a household brand like yeah. uh, Kleenex, which everyone calls Kleenex, but its re its real name is a tissue. Is that's what that's what it's called or whatever it is? But yeah, everybody associates Kleenex with just the, the Kleenex being that's the Kleenex, but really that's actually the brand. It's not actually the product. But something like Teens, there's a lot that he can do with it. But he's going to have to build up what that brand is associated with. So if he wants to set up a fashion site or a clothes site specifically for teens, there's a lot of on-page and off-page marketing that Helmet is going to have to do to build that brand around fashion and make sure that people do understand that it's fashion. But there's certainly a lot of value in generic domain names, especially ones that are more targeted, like shoes. You know when people go to shoes, exactly what they're looking for. So having that is is a great name. Now, you can break it down into women's shoes, men's shoes, you can do a kid's shoes. You can do leather shoes. There's lots of different ways you can do it. And the more specific you get with your on-page and off-page SEO is what is important. For the example I like to use always is chairs. If I want to advertise chairs, they don't know if I'm talking about a lawn chair, a desk chair, any kind of chair. But if I break it down to executive chair, they know specifically what chair I want. It's more of a, a direct targeted two-word domain name. Now, if I break it even further and go to leather executive chair, now practically people know what they're shopping for when they go there. And if I break it down once more to black leather executive chair, there's nobody that's going there that isn't finding what they want. So you have to create that branding with your generic and make sure that that's a reason that people are going there. Or like shoes, you have to give them all of the choices that they could possibly be going there for, whether it be adult shoes, men's shoes, women's shoes, baby shoes, leather shoes, thong, whatever that it is. It, could, it has to be everything. So, yeah, I agree that Teens has some branding that it will have to do, but it's still a very good uh, domain name. But what your point of view is, nobody knows what they're going to find when they get there. And that's why you have to build that brand so they know whether they're, if it's going to be a, a group to prevent teen suicide, if it's going to be something for teens on tips on makeup, if it's going to be clothes, if it's going to be about anything, you have to build that brand. But it's certainly a, a viable domain name. It could actually be a portal for, for all of those things. There's lots of things you can do with that. And I, la I chuckled when you said boys and girls because I own girls.ca and I haven't done anything with it because everyone expects to find a, an adult site there. And it's obviously not going to be that. It's going to be some sort of a, a fashion site. But uh, oh. brand definitely do have a lot of, of value, uh, but only if you can associate it so that your audience knows what is actually going to be there. So teens was a, it was a really good point about that you it, it will be very difficult to protect that asset. Well, depending on what you're targeting, if there's an actual company named Teens specifically, or they're, and they're targeting a specific brand or a specific uh, thing in a specific country, then it makes it harder. And that's why you have to do all your due diligence to make sure. For all we know, Teens could be a good thing for an orthodontist because that's when most kids go see the dentist because they need braces or something like that. It could be basically anything. It could be anything that you want it to be and you can build a brand on it, but then you have to build the recognition, which is why uh, sometimes generic keywords take marketing to be able to do. Some that are so obvious don't. Like if you've got dentist, you know what you're going to find there. If you're orthodontist or dentures, you know what you're going to find there. Salads, you know what you're going to find there. 
but teens or something more generic that's wide open, it's much harder to uh, to figure out exactly what's going to be there. And Pavel's right about that. It makes it harder for everybody. So you have to do some. The, the other good thing, though, about teens is it passes the radio test, meaning is it pronounceable enough so somebody on the radio can hear it and understand what site to go to? The answer is yes. So you don't want something with double letters or weird things because it makes it hard for people to understand what it is. And there's so many chances of misspelling. So now Pavel's got some really good points, especially from his uh, perspective being in trademarks. Pavel, anything else? No, for the, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying that this is a bad domain, but I mean, from my point of view, it have some pluses and some minuses. Of course, from maybe from point SEO, it's a good, it's a great domains because it's in the same category. But again, if you move into the same category, for for, for example, the one more thing about the the brandable domains, you can take the uh, generic word and uh, you can use it very easy. In a very different category. For the the biggest example, I think the Windows. So they take the the word window and they put it in the IT category. Okay, it's somehow related, mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's a meaning. And the same, for example, the Amazon. It's a river, but it's uh, put uh, mm -hmm. to the category of internet marketing. So this the, the these types of brands. So if you take teens, but not using it for the teens for adult industry for the for the teenagers, but trying to put it in a very different area, it it will be much more. It, it, it will put much more value to this particular domain. I think. Yeah, but no. You, you you need to find somehow in the, in the people. You need to find the association. What what association is going? Because for Amazon, you have already even if you know that there, there is a river. I'm sure fifty percent of the world don't know that this is a river, but uh, still, for me, it's association with the biggest river. So it's a. Uh, yeah. Now, that's because all those companies that you mentioned had to put a lot of money behind branding to build out what their keyword is going to mean. And to tell people, we're not talking about a river here. We're talking about Amazon, originally books and now everything. So they had to build that into people to, for people to understand that there was a lot more and they had to put a lot of marketing into it. And that's pretty much what has to happen when you build out any business. So no matter what domain it is, whether it's teens or another domain name, you still have to do all that. You have to build out the business and build out the, even if it's avocados, you still have to make people understand that they can go to avocados.com and not only are they going to get avocados, but they have to figure out where you're going to ship to, what kind of avocados. There's a lot that goes into it, no matter what business you decide to create. I, I think avocado, it's a big chain of uh, restaurants or something. I've seen it them um, in London. See, and all I think about is uh, <laughs> avocado, the fruit, because it makes me hungry. That's it. <laughs> But I believe you that that's, uh, that's what it is. But they haven't done enough branding so that I know that. <laughs> okay. I think that's it. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Pavel. Thank you. And Have a great day, wants, Pavel. Uh, if Sorry. somebody wants to reach out to you and to buy all your domain portfolio, what would be the best way to contact you? Uh, I, I, I think the best uh, the best way is to contact through you, so they, they can see where this interview and they contact you and or or through Adam or through Adam and I, <laughs> I, again I'm 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 very happy to share the, the revenue profit from you guys. <laughs> no, it's it's we'll see how it goes, but uh, no, it, it's been nice talking to you and uh, yeah, you have you. definitely a good perspective. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Yes, so uh, this was a really, really good, good one. Yanis uh, is asking, do you use Namelicks or other domain generation name tools? So on the same site as, so I don't use Namelicks. I've never actually heard of it. Um, maybe I'll take a look at it and see. Um, I'm sure it's, if it's one of those tools where it builds names for you, like you put in a couple of keywords and things like that. Um, there are a bunch of them. I've never really used them that much. I tend to look more for uh, tools where I can pick one or two names and I can go and I can like one of the tools by Softnik. I forget which one it is. Um, it allows me to take, oh, it's called Domain Name Analyzer um, and also has a 30-day trial. It allows me to take two or three words and it'll combine all of them. So if I want to look up something like uh, Toronto um, or photographer and I want to have all the cities in Canada, it'll look up every photographer with all the cities. It'll pair them up and it'll tell me if 
if they're available or not. So it's great for local domain names. If I want to look up all of the four-letter domain names in a certain TLD or, or CCTLD, it'll tell me what's still available. Uh, I use that, um, but I'm not saying I, I can't say anything good or bad about Namelix. I just haven't uh, tried it. Okay, and now uh, to all the people who are watching, uh, there are not many people though. Uh, you can ask your questions and we'll pop them on the screen and or you can ask about your domain name or, or something, but everything related to domain names and Adam will do his best and I'm sure he'll do and will give you an answer. Adam, any good, interesting purchases, sales over a week? Huh. Um, well, I can tell you that from the last interview, I got at least four inquiries on different domain names um, that we talked about, including limo.ca. Somebody else wanted some other domain names, lists of two letters and three letters that I had. And there was there was a lot of good information. So uh, just for that alone, uh, I'll probably be selling one or two domain names from the last uh, interview as well. Probably our, our friend here will also get some good uh, inquiries on some of his names. That's fine. And so is Limo, has Limo found his possible end user? Not not yet. I think yes. it's, uh, it may even be a domainer. It may be an end user. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, I've had it for a long time, so I'm not in a rush to drive it off to somebody else, so to yes. speak. <laughs> uh, one Latvian guy actually went and after watching your last conversation live stream, he registered in Latvian elephant uh, mm. elephant.lv Zilluanis. Amazing domain name that was still that was still available for Handridge. Yeah. I mean the only thing that's tough sometimes with uh, CCTLDs is you have to pick what's common in English and in maybe your own language as well to make sure that you've yes. you've got what you want. But yeah, elephant uh, dot uh, Com was a really good uh, domain name lawsuit that uh, it was one of the I think it was the first one I ever had to deal, deal with. And luckily, uh, we won that one. So, and it brought us in some profit. Can you share the price you sold Elephant.com for? Um, by now I can. It was so I think they offered me uh, probably if I'm guessing I think I paid sixteen thousand for it or thirty thousand for it, and I sold it for mid six figures after they lowballed me on an offer. So it was a nice high sale. Um, after they lost the lawsuit, they had no choice but to buy it from me. So if you want it, you got to buy it from whoever owns it, whether you like them or not. And they did pay uh, a good money for it. So that's why I still love all my animals. <laughs> especially my elephants uh landing king uh landing king domain a nice name or not for web development it could be a really good uh development if you're going to build uh, customized landing pages uh for people for that landing pages are huge right now and there's lots of companies out there that just uh strictly um run on landing pages so yeah i think it's a really good name but you're going to have to build something that's close to it or find somebody who's interested who already runs a landing page company if you're looking to sell it. But for Janis, development, it's a good name. Janis is from Latvia and he runs and owns uh, professional. Uh, th there are there are web designers and then there are professional ones. Yeah. <laughs> so professional WordPress. Uh, yeah. Set, set, there set, are set. web designers who just install a WordPress yeah. theme and think they're a web designer, but there's actually people that go in and customize everything from the CSS to, yeah. to the theme, to the buttons, to everything that are real developments. So, any good purchases? So, um, I'm trying to think. This week, I haven't really bought much. I've been busy with lots going on uh, in the family here. My wife has a hernia that she's getting operated on in about six weeks. Um, so, I've been busy with lots of family stuff. So, no, I really haven't. Uh, I've probably bought uh, some, but off the top of my head, I can't really remember uh, all of the ones that I've bought. Uh, quite a few are in sales mode. Uh, I get about five offers a day on different domain names. So some of them are going back and forth. I, uh, we have uh, my company or I, uh, we have acquired 10 LLs, LV ones. This week? Yes. Wow. That, that, was a, that was a good deal. If a person who sold me is watching, thank you. It's probably a good deal for both of you, or he wouldn't have sold, or she. Absolutely, he. Yes. Well, it was much a much better deal for me. Good. Good. Sometimes, it, sometimes it 
Yes, you, you have to wait. You have to wait. Even if you are buying, it is so easy to overpay, is it? Oh, it's very easy to overpay, but it's also very easy to overpay and still be happy. So there's domains where I knew I overpaid, but I also knew what my plans were to do with the domain name and how profitable it could make me be if I got the domain name and built it out. So yes, you can overpay, but sometimes it's good to overpay if you know you're going to make a lot more with that domain anyway. If you're talking about it happens all the time it and there's been some overpays which I've done which didn't turn out the way I did and those I just have to suck it up and hopefully either build something else try something else or resell the domain name but most times uh, that I overpay it's because I have a plan for the domain name and I'm going to build a business on it it's not because I'm just going to hold it and sit on it what are the domain names you have overpaid the most well the one we talked about earlier girls.ca I thought I was going to build a really good fashion site or something. It's been sitting with me for probably about 10 years now. Uh, haven't really given it the effort that you, that I should. When you have thousands of domain names, you have really good plans to build it a lot. But one of the biggest problems I've had is I, I can't build out five, 10 sites at once. I have to focus and I have to do one at a time if I'm going to make it a viable business. That was definitely one that I overpaid on that uh, probably eats away at me. How much did you pay for it? 85,000 Canadian. Quite a few years ago, eighty-five thousand Canadian. Yeah, I paid. I paid fifteen hundred pounds for teens. Well, that's that's a good deal. <laughs> it, it came. It came on the market. Uh, it was. It was yes on Acorn. Uh, there is a British uh, British domain name forum. Yeah, I've heard them. And it came up there. I just saw the deal, made an offer. It was, it was the offer was live, maybe maximum five minutes. Mm. No, that's how you have to be. If you're going to pay attention to the forums, you can scoop up good domain names if you're quick. And I can tell your uh, the viewers one thing: the best time to purchase domain names is probably between uh, January and March. Uh, usually, it's because people have overspent on their Christmas credit cards and they need money to pay them off, and uh, they're selling anything to get some money to uh, do it. I picked up some really good bargains in that time period between January and March. That's a question Jan sure. is asking. Last, last question. Um, okay, so Maketo is a really tough one. Um, as long as you're not targeting marketing, because Marketo is a very famous uh, marketing uh, system automation tool, um, and it's owned by Adobe. So you need to be careful if you're going to target. As long as you're not targeting anything to do with that Marketo has, you'll be fine. But uh, Mar uh, Adobe just bought Marketo, I think, less than a year, year and a half ago, and it's a huge company and platform, kind of like uh, HubSpot, so you kind of want to, uh, it's like Salesforce and HubSpot, Marketo is a marketing automation platform. So stay away from that, and it's a decent domain name because it's a typo. Uh, but I'm sure there's all kinds of places that are called Makito or Maketo. Uh, you could do keto diets with something to do with it. You could do all kinds of things. Just stay away from marketing automation. Okay. Oh, that, that was a really good one. I didn't know that. So Marketo. How do you how do you approach companies like Adobe, Microsoft? Uh, depends what the domain is. You can't approach them with a name like that because uh, then it tells them right away that you know that if you do anything off of that domain name that's related to them, you're profiting off their trademark and then you'll get sued. So uh, you cannot approach anybody like that with that name. Yes. Uh, oh, my apologies. I was thinking actually about something else. Uh, quite often, huge, huge companies own brilliant domain names yes and in many cases they do not resolve at all yeah there are no redirects nothing they just sit there how would how do you approach huge companies corporations uh, and in 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 order to inquire about the domain name so chances are uh, there's two reasons why they're going to have them one is because they got it uh, not so much for brand protection but for industry protection so for example if a phone company owns a voice over ip or something like that they may not want to rebrand their company they may not want to do anything with it they just want to make sure somebody else doesn't have it so that's a way of holding it for brand protection so that the domain name itself doesn't create a competitor for them um, there's a guy who's owned uh, a domain name that i think i've been chasing 
for quite a while. Uh, it doesn't come to me right now, but it will. Oh, I know what it is. It's articles.com. He's had it. His company has nothing to do with articles. He never will. He's just not interested in selling it. He's going to hold it. Um, eventually, maybe he's already sold it by now. Who knows? But for years, he just he ran like a grocery store chain or something online, but had nothing to do with articles, and he just didn't want to sell it. So sometimes they just hold it for uh, for investment, for brand protection, or they may have a thought of trying to build a new brand or something new out of it um, in, a, in a related company, but they just never got to it. So you're not, chances are you're not going to get those names. I know HP has a whole bunch of generics and so do other companies and you're just not going to get them from them. It's part of their sales value, I guess, when they actually sell something so in to the cases, company. So in cases like these, you would say, don't waste your time and energy. No, I, I would I would waste and a bit of time, but uh, you'll know right away from the first email. They're either going to tell you to bugger off, we have no interest, or they may open the door a little bit, but they may be looking for millions of dollars for the domain name. Because it doesn't benefit them to sell a domain name for twenty thousand or fifty thousand dollars for huge corporations. They're not going to get involved for that. Does make sense. Uh, so Yanis is saying thank you. My and, pleasure. And use landing king. That he'll use landing king. Talking about kings, have you noticed Rick's move? The domain king, Rick Schwartz. What do you mean? The things he's been posting recently. Yes. About companies not realizing the right uh, domain name or things like that, or it's too late? No, no. About uh, some company that owes him, 80, I think, $80,000? Ah, no, I haven't seen yeah. that one. Uh, would you open your screen? Let us see. My and screen? Will, yes, and he actually has used one of, or, no, two actually, two of his domains. Okay, yes. so I'll share my screen. So we can do it live. Yeah, I'll share my screen. And then I want to watch your face. <laughs> well, listen, where am I going? Okay, we are, we are, we are, um, we are making uh, the screen a bit higher that it might, it fits in absolutely. And the address is bitch.com. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, your cruise receipt. Yep. Crystal Cruise Lines. Okay, so I have seen uh, things like this done, um, and I've actually know people that have had success doing this. Um, there was a, a gentleman uh, named Ian Clark. He is okay. a uh, domainer. Okay. And uh, I'll, I'll switch back to you for a second. Cool. Stop sharing. Yes. Um, and what he did was he had an auto mechanic, a uh, local auto mechanic, screw him over. He bought the auto mechanics uh, close to exact name of the owner. I think it was the exact name of the owner. He sent the owner a link. I think it was only about $3,000, $3,500. But obviously to some people and to me too, that's still a lot of money and you don't want to get screwed over. It's more about the principal. So he posted all the whole facts on it. He sent them a thing. Not only did he get the $3,500 paid back, but he got free tune-ups and free this and free that and turned the domain over. So sometimes posting the truth online and telling people about it. There's that old saying that one uh, bad, ha unhappy customer will tell a thousand. One happy customer may tell one or two. Um, the Rick's post shows that Rick is doing what Re Rick needs to do to raise issue to it and to let the world know that he was screwed over by this cruise company. And it's a lot of money. It's $80,000. So uh, power to Rick and power to, um, to him for being the guy that he is that does this type of thing. And I would make sure that uh, I'm sure he probably has get it out there to all his, the other cruise companies, to all their competitors, and it may let them know how to act in the future. And maybe who knows what can happen. Maybe another cruise company will step up and do something for him, but Rick shouldn't be penalized $80,000 for an issue like that. So good for Rick. And what about the side effects on the domain? No, so I don't, I, there is the first side effect that I was impressed as I thought, Rick, uh, from my side, uh, I've, I've, I've seen Rick occasionally, and yes, he has a few of those awesome domains. But as I understand, most of his portfolio is. Uh, no. So, sorry, Rick, if you are watching. But that those are my personal thoughts. But then once he says that he owns beach.com, 
And another one was, uh, pardon my French, or not French, uh, motherfuckers.com, mm -hmm. also used for this one. Then you are like, whoa, these no, are I, amazing domain names. Well, I had, uh, everybody knows that I had assholes.com for a while, excuse my French. Yeah. I use it for a lot of different things, and then I recently sold it. Uh, just because I decided that I was, people thought I was having a fire sale, but I was going in a different direction. I sold a lot of, uh, I constantly consolidate my profile into better names. So when I sell a domain name, I use some of the money to buy a better domain name and I bank the rest of it. Um, Rick has a good, por great portfolio of names. Rick has always been outspoken. He's a, yes. a great guy and he's done amazing things, both him and Howard and Barbara. Uh, have done amazing things for the industry and he's always been an outspoken leader to be a leader you have to be outspoken and he is that Absolutely. and uh, using the domain name uh, for that purpose will not hurt the domain name at all probably rick doesn't plan on selling it anyway for a while so uh, it does not have any negative value to the domain name at all but it has a very valuable purpose today yes and i i think he he brought up awareness as well that he owns that those domain names and he's still in the game extending like, strong well rick will always be in yeah, the game oh, uh, standing strong and most people who uh have been in the game and you don't hear from now because they're quiet in the background uh like i was for four years or five years they're still in the game they just don't need the public attention and the scrutiny and the the criticism from others because they've they've done and they've made their place and they're successful and they don't need anybody to uh talk to them or waste their time with unpopular opinions. Rick is, uh, I have great admiration for Rick. He took me in early on, showed me his house. He got my excitement up in domain names uh, and- uh, Oh, did he? He did, he got me excited about it. Uh, somebody took me to his house uh, actually late at night, one night when I was in Florida, when my dad was suffering from a brain tumor. And uh, there was a lot of, of goodwill and a lot of good things. So I owe Rick a lot, Howard and Barbara as well. Um, so nothing but great things to say about them. But Rick knows what he's doing. I can tell you that. Even if he doesn't get the $80,000 back, he's gotten that off his chest. And sometimes that's good therapy too. I can't see the way he... Uh, okay, maybe it is possible not to get those 80000 back. I, I don't know, maybe. Well, but. it depends how much the company values its reputation. He, he's doing a proper damage now. Mm -hmm. proper proper damage and this story yeah. travels around and by mentioning today we're helping him get the word out so we should continue to do that yeah. and even i'll share the page later because i didn't know what was going on because people should know what happened to rick it's not right that's absolutely ridiculous yes but imagine if you don't have that domain name and you have no way of reaching out and they don't take your calls and you don't you're, have you're screwed calls. yes yeah and you don't have a voice he, you're screwed and as he said as he said uh, on the on the on, on that website that on you can go and once again bitch.com read the whole mm -hmm. it is the layout is very clear there and the question is raised there if he was one of the largest clients what are the chances to get money back for the small ones not very good uh, rick has the the money and the power to sue and to fight properly as well whereas little people that uh, i don't Absolutely. mean little people but people without the financial backing to be able to do that um can't and they're just going to get screwed unfortunately yep awesome one hour over thank you adam any thank um anything else <laughs> we listen we've used up time i think we've got stuff i was going to show a tool and stuff but we'll have to save it for the next time because it'll take a a long time to go through it all but it's a, a tool that uh, shows domainers how to filter and find domainers uh, find domains not domainers and really filters domains down from the deleted domains uh, gives you lists of dropping uh, cctlds and every type of domain you could be looking for within 24 hours or, or later of when they drop we will do a probably a whole show on that when we have time but this was a great opportunity to speak to you, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me this morning. Oh, Adam, you are fantastic. Seriously, the, the, oh, amount, of, the, the, the <laughs> amount of knowledge and experience you have, it is absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, so I next have, time we are talking about tools. Yeah, and I have a feeling we can fill up uh, quite a few hours of shows, so we'll try to keep it short for the tools one. And I think... Uh, the good length is around one hour. Yes. 
Uh, yeah, I think with an hour and a half on the last one, people were telling me they paused and then they came back and watched the end. So <laughs> I did hear the same. Uh, and what about the best times for us? Is this a good time for you? Now it is uh, 10 a.m. in the morning, yes? Or should oh, we yeah. go no, I'm fine. later? No, I'm fine. I'm fine. And you have to be special if I'm getting up early for a 10 a.m. meeting uh, with Helmet. But we also got to turn the clock back an hour last night. So I got an extra hour of sleep. So it's all good. Awesome. F fantastic. So thank you. Uh, and one domain that people should check and consider of yours, we haven't mentioned one special domain. Oh, you know, it's hard com. to really. One.com. One special.com. I, and honestly, I couldn't really give you one special.com. I mean, there's there's so many. I don't like to. They're like kids. I don't like to pick favorites because then the other kids get jealous. So I will not promote anything. I'll just be happy to say, check out Host Marie if you haven't already. Great guy to talk to, and I'm sure a great hosting company. Thank you, Adam. Thank you.